Hello friends and welcome to the Moonlit Mind podcast. I am your host, Anna, and I am here to take you on a cosmic journey for the upcoming Pisces full moon landing on September 10th. And I have already put out a podcast uh, two episodes ago, Pisces full moon and retrograde energies that you can check out for my more off-the-cusp energetic reading of this Pisces full moon, but I just wanted to pop on here and share verbatim my most recent full moon article that you can read on Elephant Journal, and that title is Pisces Full Moon, The Ending Begins in the Surrender. And you can search for my name. My full name is Anna Palmer. And you can find the full article on that page to read and tune into these energies that are up and coming and that many of us are already sensing and feeling. Uh, Full moon energies tend to peak on the actual day of the full moon. But we definitely always can feel a building about four days prior which today is, you know, four days prior to that full moon, and we will be feeling these energies for a few days after, and maybe even for a week or two after the fact. So I just wanted to go ahead and share this article for those who are more audio listeners and uh, can be sometimes overwhelming to read uh, the length of article as to which I write to describe these energies adequately. So, all right, well, that's enough intro, and I will go ahead and read my article. So again, the title is Pisces Full Moon, The Ending Begins in the Surrender. Standing at the edge of the threshold, the waterfall of life gushing below us, We stand, shaking, quivering, all egos please grasping, wanting to hold on for dear life, in fear of this next death. But we can't anymore. We can't see what's to come on the other side of death, but we have no choice now but to let go. And surrender all outcomes. Trust in the flow of life, no matter how destructive it feels, to our shattering sense of self. Surrender to the force of life, expunging our souls. Surrender to the grace of life, freeing our hearts, even in the breakdown to break through. Soon we will break through to the other side where new life awaits us. We all are feeling it. We all are sensing this next ending, this next culmination point, this chasm growing wider and wider between deadened decay of self and new bud of future becoming self. Our ego and fears are gripping tighter now. Our breathing and nervous system patterns are activating stronger and stronger now. We feel like this death is one we can't possibly go through without totally losing our basic footing and gripping the earth beneath our feet. We wonder where is this next wave of life taking us. We wonder why does it have to be so utterly painful and full of chaos and destruction. 
The human mind wants to know what awaits us in this next chapter, but the soul says enough. It asks us to cease the controlling grip we thought we had to have on life in order to be safe and supported. Our survival instincts start to kick in full force. We no longer feel like we are swimming casually in the waters of life, but are being thrown into the deep end, forced to swim on our own. No life vest around us anymore, or so we feel. Plunged into the waters of this next ending and new beginning that is no longer asking for us to choose it, but instead choosing this beginning for us. When we don't decide, the universe decides for us, and in that choice we can feel all sorts of things, pain, grief-stricken, paralyzing fear, monsters looming in the shadows. Not choosing or making a choice means we are now surrendered to the flow of life, taking us to where we need to be, even if there feels like great harshness in that. Whether through breakup, breakdown, familial relationships crumbling, housing situations deteriorating, prior sense of self no longer tangible, we all are sensing this on some level. The months of July and August have continued to pressurize us, putting us into the fires of great discomfort and pressing change. Moving into the month of September, we'll have seven planets in retrograde motion. Uranus, Jupiter, Neptune, Saturn, Pluto, Chiron, and Mercury. Mars will enter its retrograde at the end of October. That's a whole lot of major planets and energies in backward inside-out motion, stirring us from the inside-out. We are being dosed with a huge amount of cosmic energy to slow down and reevaluate the basic primordial structures of our beings, of our lives, and our relationships. This is going to be a deep dive into an unraveling of all things false. The cosmic game is no longer playing around, because our souls no longer can play around either. Any energy that does not align with your fullness of self now goes. The energy supports all things related to the inner work, as the external actions will be much slower to get into motion. We are reevaluating it all where we have felt deeply restricted and confined physically speaking in our day-to-day reality and choices, and also spiritually, a re-examining of the structures of our lives, jobs, homes, relationships, habits, routines, foundations for future building, a deep dive into the skeleton in our closets, our fears, power struggles, addictions, inner and outer toxicity, and our own inevitable transformation if we can just stop fighting it, and also a dose of reflective energy around our communication, our words, our energy dynamics, and exchanges with others. Think that would be enough for us to take in, huh? Guess again. We will have a full moon landing in Pisces on September 10th at 5.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 18 degrees of the water sign. This full moon drops us deep into the invitation of surrender and asks, Where can I more willingly surrender my fears, worries, and concerns about my future path to the lightness and illuminating path of the soul? Our fears are always going to be there. Some days they are like screaming children on the playground or in the back of a bus. 
desperately trying to get our attention? Do we continue to ignore them and shun them deeper into the shadows, only for them to come out sideways in compulsive actions, reactions, habits, or addictions? Do we feed them all our energy with stories and placating into their fears? Perhaps neither method is working anymore. So what to do with the blaring alarm sounds of our fears in these times of letting go and great change? Could we instead cradle them and speak to them with kind, loving words? Could we remind them we are here, and we are here with them this time? Because at one point they were abandoned, left alone in the darkness of the night to fend for themselves and get their needs met in unconscious ways. But in the light of the full moon, we are gifted with the chance to bring all that's illuminated within our emotional realms into the safety and security of our own loving gaze and arms to say to each fear, I hear you. You are welcome here in this space, in this moment, in this body. I am here with you. I will be here with you. You are not alone in this. I will not abandon you anymore. Such a simple practice with the deep potential to be healed in the light of our own loving permission to be as is. Nothing to change, nothing to do away with, even if others have shamed us deeply and repetitively for carrying such deep, painful fears, for harboring so much fear of life still. Their shame is not yours, nor was it ever. It's the shame of a society bent on keeping us trapped in prisons and closets of isolation and pain, cast aside like a flailing fish further out to sea. But we didn't know that we could choose to cast ourselves in, to draw these fears within and bring them so close into and onto the altar of our own hearts, into the space of the divine, where all is held, loved, and safe. This full moon is all about the deeper endings within the self, Pisces rules endings, the culmination point of one life, one chapter, with the deep trust and knowing that the ending begins in the surrender. That new life is inevitable on the other side of death and letting go. But we must let go first. We must let go without the guarantee of what new life awaits us. And we can only love the parts of us more that fight, resist, and push and try desperately to control away these changes. Pisces is, a, is the deepest energy of surrender, of connection to the spiritual source of our innate existence beyond the physical realm, of the natural cycles of life, of the trust in something so much bigger to hold us as we go and grow through the discomfort and edges of life cycles of death and rebirth. Pisces is ruled by Neptune, the watery planet of spirituality and dreams. Our dreams may become more active during this time as the source of messages encoded from the spirit realm comes directly to us. This line of communication to spirit through dreams, prayer, meditation, invocation, and simply per intention to converse is always open. We just choose to quiet it down or allow our minds to be suffocated by worry and fear. Not our fault, but the nature of the energies on this planet, especially at this time of great awakening of consciousness. 
Pisces is the higher mind, the higher self, the bridge back to the union between mind and soul, and what connects us to the mind and body. Virgo energy, which is where the sun has been traveling through for the last few weeks. Virgo energy is earth, the physical plane, also ruled by Mercury, it is the mind, the mental body. Virgo is the energy of the high priestess, the healer within, the archetype of transmutation back into purity of truth and healing. Virgo can absolutely be the healer of the utmost high, and to its detriment can often get lost in the mind maze of the mental realms, caught up in the hows, whens, whys of the details, of the nitty-gritty. Most of us have a well-practiced mental regime. We think and we think a lot. Not all of us are equipped with the feeling and sensing aspects. That's the strength of Pisces. Pisces feels and senses to know truth, to know what the next step is. Not from the logical mind. That's where Virgo can get too wrapped up in. And we also need to be able to navigate the details. Neither is good or bad, right or wrong, but one in excess is in balance. Drift too far away into the ethereal or deeply sensitive emotional and feeling realms of Pisces, and we are no longer grounded in the here and now, connected to our physical realities and what next tangible steps to make. Sink too deeply into the matter of the Virgo Earth qualities, and our minds and bodies grow heavy with pressure and strain. We need both, and you are both. We are both, spirit and matter spirit embodied and sometimes our spirits haven't always been fully in our bodies from trauma and disassociation patterns pisces energy asks us to reconnect higher while virgo energy says bring that higher awareness into the body let it be embodied let yourself embody it fully this full moon is conjunct neptune which is in retrograde right now in the sign of pisces That's a whole lot of heightened Pisces energy to have us feeling a little or a lot more sensitive to energies and our emotional experience. We will be extra sensitive to energy from other realms and through people. Sensitivity does not have to mean curse, though. It can mean a blessing to see through, to use those spidery senses and act from that place of deeper knowing and awareness of what choice to make. Can we surrender, Pisces, to the knowing of our soul without needing to always know the details, Virgo, even just 10% more? We can't expect ourselves to go from 0 to 100 overnight, but maybe just a fraction more of trust. In our day-to-day reality, when fear creeps up, see it, honor it, give it words of comfort, and then words affirming your innate trust and that you are trustworthy enough to know what to do next, to know how to care for the inner child part of you that is so deeply wanting you to protect it. Both the sun and the moon will be connecting favorably favorably with Uranus in Taurus and with the north node in Taurus during this full moon. We are reflecting and integrating the energies of the previous two months. We are being asked to be open to new possibilities and new directions that we may not have been previously aware of or seen. It's creating a needed opening for us to burst through at the exact time. 
like a nozzle on a gas tank, having felt deeply pressurized to do something and do it now. But the time wasn't then, and the time isn't quite yet, but the time is coming, and we will know it is time when we feel that opening. And it's not an opening in the smaller mind, but one in the higher mind, and a feeling and sensing of that space now to move into. Excessive Virgo worry can be handed over to spirit, surrender to the higher self, alchemized and transmuted through and into the crown chakra of our beings, of our spiritual connections to the divine. So hand it over, and if fear or distrust in the divine has clouded your ability to trust it be taken care of, if a severing of this tie is a source of wounding for you, ask for the courage to trust, and as always, ask for the support you need from spirit. All of these energies are pointing us to the breakdowns that will break us through to get out of the mind and into the ocean of the infinite soul guiding us ever still to do what feels right, what feels like the next step, to reaffirm our partnership with spirit from this vantage point of trust, to affirm that we have always been supported and to give that support in the form of words, touch, or deep body care to remind your inner child that you are supporting them more fully now. Relationship to self begets all other relationships. Mercury is in its shadow phase and will retrograde in Libra and Virgo from September 9th to October 2nd. It asks us to be more intentional with our words and communication with others, to slow down our minds as best we can when they want to take us away into obsessiveness, fear, worry, and reactivity, to balance the energies better between self and other, and consciously ask for what we need in that partnership while taking full ownership of our own emotions. Are we using our words with conscious intention and awareness, or are we allowing our words to come from an unconscious place? Give yourself grace and forgiveness there, and we can always do different too. Mars has been in the air sign of Gemini since August 20th and will station retrograde on October 30th for seven months. This energy is quick adapt- adaptability and flexibility. More than likely, the changes we make now will not last forever or be rooted in solidity. We will be asked to change many times over in the course of the next seven months. So get comfortable with the uncomfortable if you don't like change. Discomfort is where our greatest gifts of character formation and maturation lie. The message here is to be open to all possibilities of change and also not get attached to one outcome. Trust that one change falling through does not mean we failed, but that another change and stepping stone are coming. So yes, the ending begins with the surrender in this next life phase. We must become so resourced within the sovereign divine self that even when we shake and the ground begins to quake beneath our feet, we know within the truth of our beings we are safe and we are loved through it all. We can always reconnect with the soul to be reminded, and that means developing a relationship with that part of our being, if we haven't already. This full moon is a grand invocation to our spiritual selves. A reminder to the self that yes, we are human and in these bodies, and we are also deeply connected 
to the divine emanating through it all. We need both in order to be alive here on this planet. So bring the two together, like an elixir of energies, spiraling in and out of the other, rooting you down into the earth and spiraling you up to the higher realms to connect with the heavens above you. You never needed to be less afraid, less insecure, or different in order to be connected to God, source, or spirit. It's time to let those stories of shame go. They were never yours anyways. So let yourself be helped. Let yourself be seen. Let yourself feel. Let yourself be held by yourself and by the divine, even in the chaos of change, especially there. Hold your own hand through it all. Remind your heart of the safety only felt within. It's okay to be afraid. It's okay to feel fear. You need not hold shame around that fear. You were only taught that the divine wasn't vast enough to hold it, but you are becoming vast enough to hold it. So hold it close and hold yourself close through this ending too. To begin anew, to start over, to surrender all falsities of self back into the light of love's eternal presence. And in that surrender, we remember. We remember we are home. And in that remembrance of home, we are safe. And in that safety, we are held. And in that containment, we can expand back into the light of our eternal form. Right. Thank you so much for tuning into this full moon episode. And like I said, if you want to read this article, you can hop onto Elephant Journal and search for my name, Anna Palmer. And I'm wishing you all many blessings of ease and release into this next full moon cycle. May you feel deeply supported and held in the entirety of your current human experience. And I am sending you guys all the love and wishing you a lovely rest of your evening.